This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to visit with Senior Vice President of the Lehigh Valley Orthopedic Institute, Joe Schomburg. Uh, Joe is joining us today. It's part of the Lehigh Valley Network, great health system. He's going to talk to us about sort of his career, what he does, their big priorities currently, and a lot more. Joe, I know you've relocated back to the northern uh, climates. You're seeing snow for the first time in a decade or so. Tell us what it's like to be back in the Lehigh Valley, to be uh, helping to run at Great Orthopedic Institute, and tell us about your career. Yeah, Scott, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, back here in uh, the Lehigh Valley, it's a great opportunity with uh, our geographic footprint close to Philadelphia, New York, and we have over 180 orthopedic providers and a pretty wide geographic uh, spread. So a lot of opportunity to uh, serve our patients and the community. And talk about your career and the, and the transformation you've had. You know, I know originally started as a nurse, now helping to run this orthopedic institute. Talk a bit about your career and the transition to leadership. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, so I started off as a ICU nurse and found my way out to California as a travel nurse. I did have a passion for administration. Uh, previous life, I was operations management at UPS, so I had a, a passion for that. So while I was doing travel nursing, I was collecting master's degrees along the way. Um, after my MBA, I was accepted to an administrative fellowship at Kaiser Permanente, which was a fantastic opportunity in Southern California, working at the, both the regional offices and local medical centers. Uh, from there, got involved with ACHE, met a fantastic mentor in Brian Croft at Cedar sinai who kind of reached out and gave me an opportunity to oversee their spine center at, at Cedar sinai which I went from a fully integrated model at Kaiser Permanente to a private, private practice academic medical center at Cedar sinai And then wife got an opportunity to go up in Northern California, and I found a role as the executive director of the orthopedic service line at Stanford Healthcare, and which I was in that role for about two and a half years. Of course, I started that role right at the beginning of the pandemic, so spent two and a half years of commuting from Los Angeles to Northern California and found my time to raise my family and um, in more of a Midwestern type of vibe. So found this amazing opportunity out here at the Lehigh Valley. Phenomenal. And how hard was it to convince the family to go from northern to southern California back to the northeastern part of the United States? Was that a challenge or was everybody on board? It was, I think everyone was on board. Um, the, the family was apart Monday through Friday, and we have a four-year-old and now a, a one-and-a-half-year-old. And it's just nice to find us a place where we can kind of settle down and be together every day. Um, I love I love my work and what we what I do. My wife uh, is able to work fully remote, and so we're both able to do what we love and also be around family, which definitely helps us. And the Lehigh Valley is actually a wonderful part of the country. So congratulations. Uh, talk a little bit about when you look at the priorities this coming year. What the Orthopedic Institute is trying to accomplish. What are you most focused on? What are you most excited about? What are the big priorities? Yeah, the, the exciting part is right before I came, the Lehigh Valley Health Network partnered with a, a fantastic group called Coordinated Health, and they combined the two and created this institute. So we have, as I mentioned, 180 providers uh, geographically spread out. So 
our biggest priority, as with others, is how do we promote timely access, especially to subspecialized care, joint, spine, et cetera. And then really just making sure that we can offer the best quality throughout the entire care continuum. Always looking at what is at the end, uh, at the end state of the continuum, what can we front load? I always say discharge starts at the consult. So how can we let, maximize our patient education and um, our clinical care pathways to have a, the most frictionless experience? So, so our biggest priorities, as I mentioned, one, access to the integration of this um, large system, and three, really finding ways to ingrain ourselves in our newer areas in the Lehigh Valley. We're as far north as, as Scranton, Dixon City, and we kind of spread really far geographically on the west and the east side of the Lehigh Valley. So how, how can we provide um, close access with our specialized care? Great access, great integration of the CHS system, magnificent system, uh, trying to make sure you cover your both core areas and your border areas extremely well. And, and constantly improving quality and patient experience is what it sounds like. Exactly. Well, that and, you know, making sure we have the uh, staff to go with it. The, the staffing challenges are are very challenging. So, you know, providing cross-coverage opportunities and finding ways to uh, kind of promote our value proposition for um, starting physicians and advanced practice providers, that this is a great place to build your career and build your clinical practice. And, and is staffing easier, Northern California or, or Pennsylvania? What, what have you found so far in terms of staffing and the ability to find staff and keep things staffed how you want them? Are, are you finding differences in those two communities or ultimately it comes down to similar types of things? Northern California at Stanford, um, you know, at, seeing with the pandemic, people being more familiar with being closer to home, that's where that challenge was. Uh, people didn't want to be able to have to commute two hours each way uh, because the cost of living was so prohibitive to live close to work. Um, out here in, in the Lehigh Valley, um, most most people are born and raised in, in this area. And so the the influx of uh, folks coming in are, are the clinical uh, supply uh, hasn't matched up uh, as, as quickly. So really, our team has done a fantastic job of outreach with uh, partner schools, universities, and really um, leveraging uh, nationwide searches to bring talented folks in here as well. I know we've added thousands of new uh, employees over the past year and really integrating them very quickly and very efficiently. Now, I, I, I'm going to compliment you on a career that's really built around constant learning, constantly improving. Uh, growth into leadership. Now I'm going to ask you a challenging question, and you have to let me know if you're ready for it. I'm ready. So the challenging question is, is David Letterman, is he the finest late-night talk show host of all time or not? Well, I think he was the, uh, yes, and he was the last good late-night late night talk show host as well. So I, I miss uh, I miss all of his antics, but I, I enjoy watching uh, his uh, cars at the Indy 500 with uh, Ray Hall Racing. Now, I think that if I'm not mistaken, you and him share an alma mater. Yes, uh, I always, that's how I connect. I got my MBA at uh, Ball State University, and I always, I always have to, you know, qualify that as the home of David Letterman. So he's done an amazing job at giving back to uh, that organization. So it's, that's nice to see that area grow. 
Yes, and he might say, as much as you reference it as the home of David Letterman, I assume that he references it as the home of Joe Schomburg. So we're, 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 we're equal on that, correct? Yeah, I heard him say it a couple of yeah, times. If, yeah, we're, we're good. Yes, and if you're, if you're, so, the, so the next question is, if you are, and I'll go back on track in a, in a second, I promise. If you're a Ball State guy and grew up in Indiana, does that make you uh, – in, in, is Bobby Knight before your time? He's certainly right reminiscent with my time. Does that make you an Indiana Hoosier fan as well or, or because you went to Ball State, not an Indiana Hoosier fan? How does, that, how does that sit? If you're an Indiana person, grew up in Indiana, but you don't go to Indiana, are you still a huge Hoosier fan? No, not at all. Actually, I went to uh, Duke for my Masters of Nursing, so I am more of a Blue Devil fan than an IU fan, much to the chagrin of most of my family. But I do root for the Notre Dame Dame Fighting Irish football. And and when you talk Coach K versus Bobby Knight, who's the better coach? Well, (laughs) Scott, that's, that's that's a ridiculous question. Of course, it's Coach K. Thank you very much. Now, the next question is, is um I, I, I'm going to ask you one more question. They just named the the MVP trophy in the NBA off after Michael Jordan. Does that mean that Michael Jordan is now officially the better player, all time player than LeBron James? Does that end that debate or not necessarily? Well, it was never a debate. Jordan's always the best. End of story. Thank you very very much. The the next question for you is is this. Leadership. When you think about leadership, what advice do you give to emerging leaders? What would you tell a young leader, an emerging leader about leadership and how they should be thinking about things? Yeah, and I always I always uh, reach out to uh, new leaders, uh, administrative fellows. I have a passion for that. But really um, finding the right mentors and following the right people that give you opportunities. And most importantly, um, don't be afraid of lateral transitions and learning new spaces. Uh, my entire career has been based on relationships and you know having folks reach out and seeing if I'm interested in a new role. If you were to ask me when I started my master's programs, I desperately wanted to be a you know a nursing uh, inpatient nursing administrator. I had no idea that I would find myself uh, in this career pathway, but um, really just finding yourselves matched up with the right folks, the right mentors that can give you the right opportunities and really just challenge yourselves in learning different areas in the healthcare space. There's anything you want to do with in healthcare um, you can, you can do. It's just have to be clinical, but all elements from it to HR to legal, anything you want to do, the opportunities there. So just, you know, stretch your wings and um, challenge yourselves in different areas. It'll really help you grow as a leader. And your point that I love, this concept of lateral moves, laterally, not necessarily everything doesn't have to be up or down, but laterally and learning other things, so important to long-term development. And, and one of the ways you explore your passions too, isn't it? You try and figure out, am I going to be great at this? But this concept of being open to lateral moves, so critical, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, my first role out of my administrative fellowship was a, a nursing supervisor, uh, creating a new department where I was sat in a windowless room for six months all by myself. Uh, and I had no idea about anything ambulatory, but, uh, you know, you take that challenge and you learn and you make those connections, you ask the right questions. And most importantly, just how do you maximize uh, people's times and let them know that you, that you care and you can follow through, um, you know, and most importantly, don't be afraid to fail. Um, you know, life is full of stumbles and, 
and challenges, but, you know, really taking those chances and, you know, constantly improving will help move everything forward. Um, not only just in your personal career, but also um, within your organization. So much you said there, this, this concept of lateral moves, not being afraid to fail, constantly looking to learn. You'd mentioned a little bit earlier about mentors and be willing to take advice from mentors and, and so forth. I think, I think just ultimately great, great leadership advice. Joe, anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? And congratulations on, on your move to the Lehigh Valley. Uh, you're seeing Winter again, Senior Vice President Lehigh Valley Orthopedic Institute. Anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? Yeah, especially uh, in healthcare, there's all the challenges that are out there right now. Just uh, take time to kind of reset and have your teammates and you know your colleagues take time to reset and just kind of uh, you know focus on on why why you're here and why you're doing this. I have a collection of five uh, patient letters that I I keep in my desk that I always fall back on and just kind of reframing just the impact that you have. You may not be in direct patient care, but the work that you do helps someone have care in a very challenging time in their lives and their family's lives. So really just take time to reset and kind of reframe why you got into healthcare and how it all connects and uh, you're really helping a a lot of people in these challenging times. Thank you very, very much. Joe, what a pleasure visiting with you. Congratulations on the movement back. I appreciate you very much entertaining my questions about David Letterman, Bobby Knight versus Coach K, Michael versus LeBron, and a lot more. And just a wonderful, wonderful health system, the Lehigh Valley Health Network, uh, and, and, and helping to run the Lehigh Valley Orthopedic Institute. Phenomenal. And what a great career. What a remarkable career from, from you know, just entirely all the way through. Thank you for joining us on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thanks, Scott.